world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. and We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Broadcasting from the heart of commie controlled America, the no bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. <coughs> Excuse me, my name is Josh. This is the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. That is Vince Tagliavia. Tagliavia. Red Pill Project's Daily Dose, live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. This is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy of communism coming to America, of the Great Reset, of the World Economic Forum, of the world elite trying to take over the world's sovereign free nations, including the United States of America, and that includes the infiltration of our social, our cultural, our political, our academic, our militaristic organizations. This includes the decimation of everything that we know about, of our way of life. This is a war, a spiritual war, soon to probably be kinetic. And uh, we, see, we see it all coming to a head here. And it's incredibly sad. You know, 
I, I often write like songs and poetry and all different types of things. I don't know. I'm just one of those guys. And I wrote a song today. I'm not going to share it with you guys. I'll share it with the people in the After Dark chat tonight if they want to hear it. So if you're if you're a member of the socialredpill.com and you want to be into the Q&A tonight, join uh, if you're not a member of the socialredpill.com, join up today. You can support us with uh, um, a, a subscription if you want to. You don't have to. It's completely free. But go on in there and get that Q&A. And the Q&A tonight, I'll probably, if you guys want to hear it, I'll, I'll read the song. It's kind of cool. I, I like it. But, you know, it, it's one of those things that makes me think. And uh, the Second Amendment is probably one of the most important parts of the United States Constitution. Now, Vince, do you know why the Second Amendment is second? Um, no. I know that there's precedence there, but right. it was the second one added. Uh, so the most important would obviously be the First Amendment. Mm-hmm. The Second Amendment is utilized to protect the First Amendment. right? Ah, I see. But when the First Amendment, when your voices, when the unity of the people fails, it is that right of the people ingrained into them by God to go out there and utilize the defensive nature of their rights to preserve their rights. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms should not be infringed. Now, this is incredibly important because if you listen to the way I read it, mm-hmm. this is a big misinterpretation of the United States Constitution from people who don't understand the vernacular. Okay? Second Amendment. A well-regulated militia, comma, being necessary to the security of a free state, comma, the right of the people to keep and bear arms, comma, shall not be infringed. What do you notice there? Uh, commas. Commas. What yeah. do the commas represent? Um, Segmentation. Oh, separate ideas. Yeah. There you go. Segmentation of ideas. The Second Amendment is utilized for a regulated militia. The Second Amendment is necessary for the security of a free state. The Second Amendment is the right of the people to keep and bear arms. The Second Amendment shall not be infringed. It's not a well-regulated militia being necessary for the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms should not be infringed. It's no, it's not, a list. That's right. It's a list. Exactly what it is. It's a list. And see, if I go here, and this is Article 4, Section 2, okay? And this is probably one of the most overlooked parts of the United States Constitution, Article 4, Section 2. Or, sorry, I'm on Article 3. Article 4, Section 3 and 4. Now, Article 4 itself Full faith and credit shall be given to each state in the public acts, records, and judicial procedure proceedings of every other state. And the Congress may be the general laws prescribe the manner in which such acts, records, and proceedings shall be proved and effect thereof. Okay? The citizens of each state shall be entitled to all privileges and immunities of the citizens in, in the several states, right? So this means that no state can make a law... Right, So each citizen of each state shall be entitled to all privileges and immunities of citizens in the several states. So no state can make a law against something that the other states, it's free to do. So the, for those who are, are, are talking about abortion right now and states' rights, 
This right here basically trumps states' rights right here in the Constitution. I think this is one of the primary arguments of Roe versus Wade. But it doesn't say that Congress has the ability to intervene. But I want to look at Section 3 and 4. Um, not the first part of Section 3, but the second part. Congress shall have the power to dispose of and make all needful rules and regulations respecting the territory or the property belonging to the United States. And nothing in this Constitution shall be construed as to prejudice any claims of the United States or of any particular state. Section 4. The United States shall guarantee to every state in this union a Republican form of government and shall protect each of them against invasion and on application of the legislator or of the executive against domestic violence. Nowhere does it say in here that they have the ability to change the Constitution. Nowhere in here does it give Congress the ability to amend, to infringe, to add a little bit extra on top, to take a little bit away. Does it outline where Congress and Senate can change that. Okay? The founding fathers did believe that Americans had the right to hold weapons of the time. This was believed. This is exactly what they thought. That Americans had the right to hold the weapons of the standing militaries of the time. Not only do they have the right, but they felt that it's important to it utilize necessary. it, train yourself, and, and take necessary. advantage of it. Yep, yeah. it was necessary. And so, uh, Representative Andy Biggs, expect House gun controllers to go after ammo and ammo manufacturers because they know they can't go directly after the guns themselves. Now, we know that they're going to bring about red flag gun laws, right? Yeah. Okay. They are already enforcing them, as a they matter of fact. They are already enforcing them. Today, senators uh, say agreement on gun violence compromise is at hand. Senate bargainers reached an agreement Tuesday on the bipartisan gun violence bill. The party's top two negotiators said teen up votes this week on an incremental but notable package that would stand as Congress responds to mass shootings in Texas and New York that shook the nation. This includes red flag gun laws. You can just call this bill red flag gun laws. Now, one of the things that they want to do is they want to have a database that looks at all of the retail stores of where you purchase firearms and where you purchase ammunition. And what they want to be able to do, and we saw this under uh, WeWo, right? Under the uh, the infrastructure bill that was just passed, not the infrastructure bill, the uh, spending bill that was just passed a few months ago, they slipped inside there the uh, Right to Denial Act of 2022, the Gun Denial Act of 2022, which still nobody's even talking about. Gun Owners in America was the only one talking about it. And basically what it stated in there is that if you go to purchase a firearm and you get denied by the system, okay, um, that denial immediately gets sent to an investigator either a lawyer, local police officer, but will be mitigated through the ATF. And that investigator will investigate why you got denied. What were you doing buying a weapon? Okay? What were you doing buying a weapon? Even if it was a false positive. Now, Gun Owners of America said that 27% of all gun purchases 
come back as false positive denials. So 27% of the people who apply, 2.7 out of 10 of everybody who applies for or goes and, and tries to buy a purchase a firearm is denied. The astonishing number is 99% of that 27% are false positives. And I said, you're going to see that number skyrocket to like 39, 41% after that yeah. law came into effect. Now, they want to be able, okay, if you get denied to go in there and say, hey, you just bought a thousand rounds of ammunition. Why did you buy a thousand rounds of ammunition? None of your fucking business. But see, this is what they'll do. And this is how they're going to utilize this. Is they've been investigating people. If you buy a purchase of firearm and you got a file, they're throwing that in the file. And then they're looking at your social media posts. They just want a reason to go in with red flag gun laws. But what I see happening here in the near future is your purchase history your social media content, your social credit score, in a sense, will be mm-hmm. utilized to analyze why you're buying a 1,000 rounds of ammunition. Oh, he's anti-government. He's, uh, he's conservative mm-hmm. right. Um, he's talking about revolution. He's talking about the Constitution all the time. And he just bought 5,000 rounds of ammunition. Red flag gun law. Judge, approve this. That's where we're headed right now. Definitely. And you know what? I brought this scenario up many times. I was the first one to start talking about it here. I was the first one to start talking about it in any of the truth movement or the patriot movements. And I said, they're not going to declare war on Americans and then just start, you know, you know, forming battle lines. They're going to come in the middle of the night. They're going to start taking out the big mouths and the leaders. See... Whenever you look at any type of, of organization, right, you have at the bottom, you have kind of all the, the, the people that do things, but they do things at the direction of action, right? In the middle, you have all the people that direct action. At the top, you have all the people who dictate action, okay? What mm-hmm. they will do is they're not going to go after that bottom part that perform action. They're going to go after that middle part that dictate action because they're the ones that hold that whole system together, right? They're not going to go after the heads of the NRA. They're not going to go after the heads of these organizations. They're going to go after the middlemen because the middlemen lead up and down. They hold all the keys of organization up and down. You take out that middle pillar and everything else collapses on top of itself. And what you'll see is you will see targeted red flag gun laws against these people in that middle column. People who they know in the time of a civil war would step up, would fight, would lead, would organize. Military veterans are at the top of that list. You know what they're also going to do with uh, military veterans? Oh, Lord. Force. What? Over 85% of U.S. military veterans have one healthcare system. It's called the Veterans Affairs Office, which is government-owned, and receive mm-hmm. some type of compensation directly from the Veterans Affairs, the VA. Right. Disability compensation. Think about what would happen is if you go into the VA for your annual checkup and they start asking you questions. You're wearing a Trump shirt. Dr. Tate's nose. They notice you on the camera walking in. Trump shirt, MAGA shirt. They take notes. They record that. 
Next thing you know, the VA calls you and says, hey, your, your money's suspended. You need to come in and we're investigating you. Did you know that red flag gun laws were originally proposed for the military, for veterans, for the VA? I did not know that. Well, because, you know, veteran suicide is up to 23% now, 23, 24% now. And so they wanted to find a way to get those guns out of the hands of veterans so they didn't do harm to themselves. Yeah. Um, I think that's I think that's just the scapegoat they use to justify the red gun, the red flag laws or whatever. Red flag so. gun laws, absolutely. So... Uh, Hard to it, argue that, though. It is. So... I'm telling you right now is if you do not own a gun, I would go purchase one. Shotgun, pistol, rifle. Both. Oh. Shotgun and pistol are probably the best two things you could have in the house. Um, and then learn how to use it. Go to an NRA certified range, not sponsored, not affiliated with them. Okay, go to an NRA affiliated range and take lessons if you've never shot one in your life or you don't know what you're doing. Have someone show you how to use that firearm. Take a class. Take a tactical class. Take a self-defense class. Get your concealed carry permit. All right? But I'm urging you to have the ability to protect and defend your family, your property, your home, and your neighbors. Because the amount of violence and crime that will be flowing in to your neighborhoods and to the rural neighborhoods over the next few months, not years, months, is going to be ridiculous. It's going to be mind-blowing in comparison to what we've seen before. How many videos have you been seeing of uh, people getting shot lately? Oh. Of, of, of people saw... utilizing their Second Amendment to defend themselves. Yeah, I saw one or two the last week. Mm-hmm. You had a black lady in a grocery store. You had a uh, armed civilian on a walk, and some guy was trying to beat the piss out of him, and he shot him, which I don't think was justified, by the way. Did you see the guy who tried to hatchet the cop? Yeah, the guy who tried to hatchet the cop. So this is going to increase. And so I'm just urging people, get out there and and get a firearm. Get trained properly on the firearm. Have it for the protection and defense of your family, of your children, of your neighbors, of your community, of your country. You're going to need it. Because these politicians, both left and right, are radicalized. And they are coming after your rights, your liberties, and your freedoms. And they will stop at nothing until America is down on her knees, bleeding from the throat with a gunshot wound the back of the head hanging from a tree by an electric cord cable Hillary Clinton alright yeah they are killing America that is their plan that is what they're doing and we can't let them do it and so we have to stand up rise up speak up we have to use that first amendment to fight back we have to use all the power associated with our God-given rights from the First Amendment to fight back. And God help us if the day ever comes when the First Amendment fails. And that's all I'll say on that one. 
So I, I reminded you guys tonight we have the Q&A that is at 9 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, you only can get that as a member of the socialredpill.com. And then we also have the Battle of the Streams. The Battle of the Streams is one of the ways that you guys can help support everything that we do here as the Red Pill Project, uh, as alternative media, uh, supporting our team, everything that we do. And uh, much appreciated for everybody taking part in that. The uh, the streams occur, or sorry, the Battle of the Streams occurs between DLive, Pilled, and Rumble. Facebook, we're st- we, we filed for it. We haven't seen anything come back yet. Um so yeah, um, we're still waiting. Um, we'll, we'll do that probably in the middle of the show. We'll go after those donations and kind of bring about who's in the lead right there. But uh, this is what we do. We talk about the world. We talk about the the narrative as it's manifesting. We talk about the playbook of the globalists and what they are doing to usher in a techno-fascist, totalitarian-derived oligarchical world order. We were yeah, never- and through that, they can slowly turn the dial, slowly turn up the heat, uh, which is the scary part of that type of agenda. Yeah, and, and you know, I called it a long time, and I know people want that shirt, I called it. But, I said that Russia and China were rogue from the globalists. Nobody wanted to believe me. You're crazy, you don't know what you're talking about. Boom. I was spot on. Everything that we've said is coming true. I don't know if this is just my own reality and all of you people are figmentations of my, my, my consciousness and I'm just creating my reality as we move forth and that's why everything I'm saying is coming true or if <laughs> there's something else going here. Because here's the thing. I don't want to be right. I, the next six months, I don't want to be right. I don't want to live in that world. That's some scary shit. Okay. But if we're right, that's, uh, you better prepare. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Not just for the summer, you guys. Winter. Think about the winter, too. Yes. Summer is just the beginning. This is when the summer of love kicks off. The progression yeah. into the dark winter. Yeah. Dark, cold winter without power. Come on. Yeah. And uh, I had something else I was going to share. Oh. Slipped my mind. You're talking about the New World Order takeover. Mm, mm, yeah, I still don't remember. But okay. Anyways, alarm over the poll that reveals a large number of Canadians believe in conspiracy theories. Oh, I love that. I love that. Concerns are being raised over a poll which reveals a large number of Canadians now believe in dangerous conspiracy theories, such as the idea that global events are engineered by powerful cabals who are working in secret against us. A nationwide survey of 1,500 adults conducted by Abacus Data illustrates how trust in the mainstream sources of information government institutions has plummeted. And apparently, this is a terribly frightening thing. Canadians who want to believe that Canadian society is relatively unaffected by conspiracy thinking will find little comfort in these results. Millions believe that our lives are controlled by secret plots to undermine our interests. The results show 44% of Canadians believe Big events like wars, recessions, and the outcomes of elections are controlled by shady cabals working yes. in secret against us. 37% of Canadians believe there is a group of people in this country who are trying to replace native-born Canadians with immigrants who agree with their political views. 20% of Canadians believe the World Economic Forum is a group of global elites with a secretive strategy to impose their ideas on the world. 
13% of Canadians believe Bill Gates is using microchips secretly embedded in vaccines to monitor people. The 37% who believe they're being replaced by voting blocks uh, comprised of migrants is the most concerning outcome, according to the polling firm, because it represents an articulation of what is commonly referred to as replacement theory, which is an extremist belief, apart from when it was advocated as a good thing by the left-wing progressives. (laughs) Sounds like America, too, because it's about exactly the same. 44%. Good job, Canada. You're... And speaking of uh, conspiracy theories, um, Oath Keepers founder, Stuart Rhodes, um, I used to be very connected with Stuart. Mm -hmm. Uh, People don't know I was one of the uh, um, first 200 members of the Oath Keepers. Right when they came out, I was one of the first members. I got my shirt upstairs, April 19th, 2007. Um, I've had it for a long time. It doesn't fit me anymore. Unfortunately, I was active duty military at the time, but I love the idea. And me and Stuart talked many times on this topic. Um, he has been charged uh, under the federal government for the acts of September, January 6, 2001 at the U.S. Capitol, says the partisan committee set by up by uh, Nancy Pelosi. Um, he went and gave uh, the Gateway Pundit a call. Um, it came just in after the January 6th committee partisan po- because Pelosi rejected the GOP nominees for the committee, then picked two rapidly anti-Trump GOP members and held the first publicized hearing. The hearings have been uh, panned as boring by many observers and one network even switched away from the proceedings. Rhodes explained that the committee set up British filmmaker Nick Quested to testify, but then presented edited and manipulated footage, leaving out his most compelling content, including the aftermath of a police officer's shooting of unarmed protester Ashley Babbitt. Further, there was also footage left concealed by Rosalind Boylan, who was, according to the report, gassed, stomped on, pushed down, gassed some more, and then beaten lifeless by Officer Lila Morris before Trump supporters dragged her body from the steps of the U.S. Capitol and unsuccessfully tried to revive her. Stewart warned that the reasons for the stage events is the the attack on Donald Trump. He said it's a show trial. It's a show trial running parallel to the DOJ running show trial on my on himself and others to do the same thing, to build a fake case, a fake conspiracy with Trump at the head. You have three parallel show trials, one in the court of public opinion and on the leftist media, the other one, the DOJ prosecutions with their trumped up fake evidence and mischaracterizations of the evidence. And then you have the J6 committee, a show trial with all the twisted presentations of fake evidence. All of this, a build up to indict Trump. And when they do that, they're going to create fabricated evidence and pressure someone to test the lie, to get up on the stand and perjure themselves the same exact way they are doing with myself and the Oath Keepers. This is what they are doing. Now, I thought this was important because this brings up a good point. Many years ago, I said, and I, I, many years ago, I said that the 2022 midterms will be stolen. Republicans will win in a red wave. The Democrats will frame the Republicans and then they will go after them because the Democrats absolutely love projection, right? They, they love they love stealing elections and then rubbing it in the Republicans' faces because here's the thing. The reason why the Republican Party hasn't stepped up against voter fraud, they're not doing anything against voter fraud. The reason why all these state houses decided not to investigate it is because all of their elections were stolen too. Understand that. This isn't a left steals elections thing. If that was the case, they would have been prosecuted years ago. 
This is all politicians are stealing their fucking elections. Okay. But what's going to happen is in November, because of the controversy that has been created since November 2020, because of 2000 mules and everything that's happening right now, the Democrats are going to spin the story and say, the Republicans just used the tactics that they blame the Democrats for using to steal the 2022 midterms. Then they're going to present an ample amount of evidence. They're going to go through the same exact evidence that we were claiming that the Democrats used in 2020. And they're going to start showing all the ballots for all the Republican candidates with no signatures on them, all this stuff. We've already seen evidence of this. CISA, CISA.gov came out and said, oh, these these uh, Dominion voting machines, oh, they're prone to, to be hacked, although they weren't hacked in 2020, but they're prone to be hacked and changed on site. They are setting the narrative for this. And so what's going to happen is they're going to be presenting evidence in and around November to indict Trump. And then this is going to happen. And they're not only going to indict Trump, they're going to formulate a coup on the entire Republican Party. They're going to, Ukraine, what did Ukraine just do? They went and seized the assets and arrested all of their opposition party. The main, second main party in Ukraine has been annihilated. Everybody arrested, everybody's assets seized. Okay. For democracy. Yeah. For democracy. This is what they're planning to do here in the United States of America. Yeah, we probably told them to do it over there. Yep. And January 6th is the social setting of the narrative. Wow. Why do you think they're televising like, it? Now they can go back. They have public record right now. Oh, but but look at the video evidence that we fabricated and manipulated that's on the TV. It's in public record. This is the truth. This is what happened. Mainstream media showed it. Yeah. And what are their Damn. plans? What are their plans, Vince? Once they replace the government? Well, we talked about this a little bit last night. Mexican president to meet with Joe Biden and propose Western Hemisphere Union, just like the EU, which, you know, the EU has been a massive success, right? <laughs> yeah, no. Mexican uh, president brags this... about plans to lobby Biden for super state America. Yeah, that's weird, huh? Uh, yep. So what we're seeing here is they want to create the North American Union. And, and if no. you guys, you know, if you're like Canadians, 44% of Canadians, and you believe in conspiracy theories, right? Whoa, that's a slow fade. If you're like Canadians, and 44% of you believe in conspiracy theories, Go back to the late 1990s, early 2000s. Go listen to Alex Jones. They're trying to create a North American Union. They're going to introduce their currency, the Amero. Yeah, I remember that. Here it is. Back on the table. All over again. NAFTA yeah. and GATT, that's what it was all about. And North it matches American perfect. Free trade agreements. Perfect with the economic collapse, too. Yeah, we'll become a union. We'll do an Amero. We'll fix the economy, and we'll band together. That makes sense. For all you tobacco users out there, Biden administration to announce policy to drastically reduce nicotine content in cigarettes. Why, you know, why would he do that? Did you think about that? Says every smoker. (laughs) Wait, that's that's infringement of my rights. You know, the conspiracy there. Why? Why? Why is he doing that? 
Well, you know, I envisioned them pulling nicotine out and pumping more shit in. Yeah, but why not just pump more shit in and leave the nicotine? I don't know. I think I think it's because that well, receptor, they-, they don't want the receptor blocked. There you go. Because nicotine fights COVID. Yeah. Dude, nicotine is not the problem with cigarettes. It's the tar and tobacco. Yeah. And the toxic smoke. Well, nicotine is a highly addictive substance. But it's just, you know, same as caffeine. Replaces your cysteine uh, receptors. Same as caffeine. It's just as dangerous as caffeine. Uh, I And sugar. Right? Sugar's actually oh, more dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I'm I'm about to just buy a a jug of nicotine. Hey, can you guys give us a comm check? Let us know if you can hear us. Or was that just during that fade transition? I think that fade transition cut me off. Breaking news. One of the 2,000 mules caught by Project Veritas has been arrested, facing 20 years in prison for election fraud. Good. Let's check this out. Here in Texas, election fraud arrest has occurred. Raquel Rodriguez. Rachel Rodriguez. Rachel Rodriguez. Raquel Rodriguez. Rachel Rodriguez. Rachel Rodriguez. Raquel or Rachel Rodriguez was arrested today. For voter fraud, illegal voting, unlawfully assisting people to vote by mail, and illegally possessing an official ballot. Rodriguez was charged based on hidden camera video recorded last fall by the conservative activist group Project Veritas. 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 The AG's office looked at dozens of hours of raw footage. Rodriguez claimed several candidates paid her money to engage in various forms of voter fraud. Later, when the video was posted, Rodriguez claimed she knew something was wrong and had lied about local candidates she allegedly had taken money from to help them win the mail-in vote. She was working for a Republican congressional candidate, but claimed that she was helping collect votes for President-elect Joe Biden. Understand, I lied, and I lied because I knew I was coming up upon something. Tonight at 9, we speak with Rodriguez's attorney, former DA, Nicola Hood. Rodriguez acknowledged on video what she was doing is illegal. Rodriguez could now face up to 20 years in prison if convicted. Good. Hold on. The slow, I keep on hitting that slow transition button. I'm sorry. Good. She deserves 20 years in prison. They all deserve 20 years in prison. No doubt. Finally, a little bit of justice. Yeah, it, it's finally coming to a head. And then we have the 2,000 mules as well. The one in Yuma, Yuma County. That's another one. And we need more sheriffs to basically start investigating this. Mm-hmm. You know, we have the, the investigation that was going on in Michigan and Wisconsin. Whatever happened to those? Why aren't those sheriffs moving forward? It was the sheriff organization that actually started investigating the uh, the COVID deaths in the nursing homes. Remember this? And the voter fraud in the nursing homes. Whatever happened with that? They got shut down. Looks like nothing ever came. Hmm. We already covered that one. Uh Bristol, England today, Antifa members from the Anarchist Federation and other far-left extremists gathered to try to shut down a women's rights gathering. The feminists were accused of being transphobic fascists and required police protection. 
gotta remember the feminists. Let's go ahead and check this out. So it appears that they uh, they crawled out of their grandmother's basement just to come and tell feminists that they're going to die out. Oh, silly. This is the pinnacle of societal degradation. Yeah, well, you know Ridiculous. what? Is uh, expect more of it. We're about to enter the summer of love. And right when the Supreme Court makes these decisions, all hell is going to break loose. Yeah, um, I thought it was starting early over here in Washington. I uh, got up in the middle of the night and smelled the fire. Checked the house. Yeah. Nothing. Went outside. Just your smelled. No, it smelled like it was smoky and it smelled like plastic or like mm. tires, rubber. Some bumps Turns out, to stay warm. No, there's not really bumps right next to me. I got to go a few miles, but uh, two industrial companies and half of an apartment complex just come just went up in flames at about midnight 1 a.m last night oh wow uh, Two a few miles place. away what did they build yeah i don't recall hmm. but i don't think they're 24 7 operations i'm just like yeah here we go yep. get ready uh compass care in buffalo was firebombed uh i believe by jane's revenge a few weeks ago oh yeah and uh now the uh Compass Care, which is a pro-life advocacy group and clinic in New York State, which instead of aborting children, they save children, um, is now being investigated for not offering abortion services. Pro-life pregnancy center Compass Care is being investigated for not offering abortion uh, abortions while the recent attack on the clinic remains unsolved. The investigation is part of pro-abortion measures put in place by New York Governor Kathy Hochul on June 13th that allows for an in-depth analysis of pregnancy centers that do not offer abortions by the New York Commissioner of Health, Dr. Mary Bassett. According to the legislation, the inquiry, the inquiry aims at accessing the impact of limited-service pregnancy centers on women's access to accurate, non-coercive uh, co- uh, health care information. Reportedly, it will also evaluate whether or not pregnancy center offers a compre- comprehensive range of productive and sexual, uh, sexual health care services. They want to know anything and everything. They want an open book, says Harden, revealing that he does not intend to comply with the measures. It's absolutely ironic and crazy. And, uh, yeah. And so what do they do is uh, they firebomb the place. And instead of sending the police officers over there to investigate, the government opens up an investigation into them. Like, is this terrorist organization a part of the government? Like, why are they kind of double teaming this situation? For vendetta, yeah. Look at look at all the the major dystopian movies. The government mm-hmm. is always the one perpetuating all the terror. True. And so you know, Vince, do you, do you drive a car? Yeah, a race do car you, driver. Do you have a padlock on your catalytic converter? 
I should. You probably should. Catalytic, yeah. Astonishing 10,000% increase in catalytic converter theft due to Washington Democrats' law. Um, yep. Catalytic converter theft is up an astonishing 10,000% in Washington state since 2019. You can place the blame almost entirely on a Democrat-passed bill. The theft of catalytic yeah. converters, a device that lessens the toxic pollution caused by car exhaust emission, is relatively quick and easy. Thieves slide under the vehicle, use a battery-powered saw to cut through the exhaust system and escape. The metals in the equipment can bring up to $300 when sold to scrapyards. The entire process can take anywhere from 30 seconds to a minute and is not a violent crime. This means, thanks to the ban on uh, vehicular pursuits pushed through the legislature by Democrats, thieves have little chance of being caught. Yeah, so if you're committing crime and it's nothing major and you run, they're not going to chase you in my wonderful state well california's got the same law and guess what they're doing the same thing there did you see the uh the one dudes that had the uh the guy underneath the car and they caught him they were uh Mm -hmm. they were like these are dudes you wouldn't want to walk in their neighborhood with right Mm -hmm. like inner city like you you tell they're hard dudes Mm -hmm. and they caught some dude under their car like come on out man he's like "Uh uh-uh i ain't coming out come on out man uh-oh. Come on out, you get what you getting what you're coming to you. Don't worry, we're not gonna hurt you. Just come on out. <clears throat> they had tire irons. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but don't get caught. I'm not doing that. Are you kidding me? People are gonna start putting sensors on their vehicles that get notified when someone comes in proximity to them. Uh they those exist, yeah, for yeah. sure. I've had friends that had those for that for these kind of things. Uh, CEOs are starting to push back against the woke employee bullying. Uh, Last week, Kraken CEO Jesse Powell became the latest executive to say that he has had enough. He invited invited employees who felt triggered by controversial ideas to accept a severance package and leave the company. He told Fox and Friend that the company's 3,000 employees, about 30 of them, have chosen to accept the four-month severance pay and leave, citing their need to express political and social beliefs in the workplace. Comments from the remaining 99% of the Kraken employees regarding the policy to keep politics out of the workplace were overwhelmingly positive. I think everyone is ready to get back to work and stop being distracted. 30 people. That's, that's what? 30 people. That's 1%. 30 people out of 3,000. But still, 30 people decided to leave. That's wow. it. That's it. Yeah. And it's I not think a lot, that's... but they were the ones causing all the problems. Yeah, I think that's how it is everywhere across the globe. Nope. With this wokeness, it's one percent. They just screech, screech. They're loud All and right. organized. Let's go into here. Shannon thirteen thirteen is celebrating a two month sub streak. Thank you so much, Shannon thirteen thirteen, for your patronage. Lindsay fourteen fifty five dollars. I believe that's on Rumble. Uh, nothing can stop what is coming in the Great Awakening. Absolutely, Patriot Pisces. Thank you so much, Lindsay fourteen. Patriot Pisces just donated one diamond. F. F. <laughs> I don't know if that's a typo by Vince, but it just says F. No, that's the message, I guess. Right. Or maybe a typo. Not my typo. Patriot Pisces also donated Thank one you. more diamond. Thank you so much, Patriot Pisces. You guys are absolutely awesome. Awesome. Elon Musk gets devastating news as his transgender child takes court action against him. This his son, weird. Yeah, his son is changing his name in an act of rejection of his father. He also requested a California judge legally change his gender to female, citing his own gender identity. Uh, Monday court documents obtained by TMZ. Xavier Musk wants to be identified as Vivian Jenna Wilson. 
The youth who just turned 18 in April cited gender ideology as his motive for the name change in the court application in addition to not wanting to be associated with his father. Gender identity and the fact that I no longer live with or wish to be related to my biological father in any way, shape, or form, the younger Musk said with his motives. Um, you know, I wonder how that kid is going to be when his dad says, hey, you don't want to be associated with me? Okay. Goodbye. Out of my will. You're no longer getting money yeah. every month. And uh, have fun in life. Congratulations. Go have fun. Yeah, this is absurd and just goes to show you that anybody could be a victim of this brainwashing bullshit. Yeah. Um, and also, the story's a reminder that uh, nobody actually cares. Well, <laughs> it's like... Right, and this is a reminder that even the globalists, even the elitists are not immune to what's happening. And that this goes back to this idea that it's incredibly compartmentalized that Lawrence Rockefeller used to talk about this with Aaron Russo. Lawrence Rockefeller being one of the heirs, David Rockefeller's sons. Oh. Right? And Lawrence Rockefeller was really, really good friends with a guy by the name of Aaron Russo. Aaron Russo Russo was a Hollywood producer, right? Hollywood producer, executive producer. Um, Have you ever seen the movie Trading Places? Ah, yeah, I have seen. That's one I have seen. That's Aaron Russo. That's an Aaron Russo movie. Okay. Now, he was an incredibly um, staunch supporter of Ron Paul. Okay. And uh, died suddenly. Um, Died suddenly of of a very rapidly moving cancer. How many times have you heard that before? (laughs) Too many. Yep, let me see if this is. Thinking in the street, what they... Uh, the core with the coronavirus. Okay, let, let's see if this is it. This is Aaron Russo for those who are wondering. They wanted to accomplish, and the goals of the uh, banking industry, not not just the Federal Reserve System, but the private banks in Germany and England, all over the, Italy, all over the world. They all work together. They're all central banks, and they're and they're all part of the Communist Manifesto. You know, central banking is one of the major planks the Communist Manifesto. We talk about America being a capitalistic country, but yet at the same time we have a central bank that plans everything for us, right? And the graduated income tax is another plank of the Communist Manifesto, right? So right there you have two major planks of the Communist Manifesto that have been brought in because of the Federal Reserve System, okay? So uh, the ultimate goal that these people have in mind is the goal to um, create a one world government, run by the banking industry, run by the bankers. Where, and, and they're doing it in sections. The, the European currency, the euro, and, and the European constitution is one part of it. Now they're trying to do it in America with the North American Union, right? And they want to create a new currency called the Amero, right? And uh, the, whole, the, the whole agenda is to create a one world government where everybody has an, R, R, an RFID chip implanted in them, all money is to be um, in those chips, right? There'll be no more cash. And this is giving me straight from Rockefeller himself. This is what they want to accomplish. And all money will be in your chips. And so any, so not, instead of having cash, anytime you have money in your, in, your, in your chip, they can take out whatever they want to take out whenever they want to. 
If they say you owe us this much money in taxes, they just deduct it out of your chip digitally. Total control. Total control. And if you're like me or you, and you're protesting what they're doing, they can just turn off your chip. And you have nothing. You can't buy food. You can't do anything. It's total control of the people. Banking in this. All right. That's Aaron Russo. By the way, that was an Alex Jones interview from 2007. And that sounded kooky back then to most people. Now this is 44% of Canada are talking about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. And what did he say there? They want to create a North American Union and the Amero. And this came from his good friend, Lawrence Rockefeller, who's a member of the Rockefeller family. And Lawrence Rockefeller explained to him that mm-hmm. not everybody in every family is indoctrinated into the society, into the secret society. Basically, the way it works is that only certain family members are brought in. And those people are sworn to secrecy. As if, like, the chain of all the different families, the cabal, if you want to call it, are sworn to secrecy as their own family. Not even their actual family oh. members will know that they're involved in it. Oh, dude, that's creepy. Yep. It's like... And what this is why you'll see, like, their kids and stuff like that just, you know, I got vaccinated and, yeah, great stuff, you know. And and this is yeah. why Hollywood actors and actresses are getting vaccinated and having problems and dying. I mean, how many actors have we lost? We just lost, uh, what's his name? Who? Um, I got, it, got him in my head. Look it up. Oh, man, I, I got him on the tip of my tongue. I'm thinking. It's, I keep on thinking Al Pacino every time I see him from uh, from Goodfellas. Oh shoot! What's his name? That's right. Over the weekend, I think. Right? Yeah. Or last weekend. Last weekend. Okay. Yeah. Um, Ray Liotta. Ray 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 Liotta. Yeah. Ray Liotta. Yeah. Sad. Yep. And he, I love Ray. Oh, man. Oh. Man. Yeah. Who else is next? Uh, maybe Justin Bieber. Yep. Justin Bieber. All right, who said that the economy is going to teeter-totter? <laughs> who said that the economy is going to go down was, a lot, up yeah. a little? And when that it goes up you. a little, they'll be like, ah, see, there's nothing to worry about. Your money's safe with us, man. Are you, are you implying that the economy is not fixed? Because I don't know. <laughs> Dow jumps 700 points. S&P adds 2.5% and come back from the worst weekly loss in two Years. They fixed it. They fixed it. <laughs> they got the little golden hammer. <laughs> right? Yeah. Dude, this is just decoupled from reality. Well, it capitulates. Just wait. Do you think it'll beat out the last uh the last time it went up, it went up for three days straight before crashing down and tumbling further? Um, do you think it'll be Two days, three days before it crashes back down. That's what I think is going to happen. I think you're spot on with your. Um, I, I think that we could trends. potentially see a downturn every week. Is that the week's gains we lost at the end of the week? Right, something like that. Yeah, um, for sure. Today's just Tuesday, so who knows what's going to happen? Um, but yeah, you're going to see a teeter totter, and the way the teeter totter will work is you'll have down a lot, up a little. Down a lot more, up a little. And they're going to basically, they're going to carry the economy down 
slowly so it doesn't crash all at the same time. That's what they're trying to do. Until they get to a, one point and it just goes, you got to remember, three days, three weeks. Remember what three days and three weeks is? Oh. It's a news cycle, mainstream media news cycle. Okay. Is that top stories tend to trend within the news for three days. And so what they'll do is they'll keep the stories in rotation as the main story for three days. And then they'll keep it as a secondary story for three weeks. But after three weeks, the people lose interest and completely forget about that news story and move on to new things. Because the new three days and three weeks is up. Hmm. Controlling the narrative. And you know, the day that the stock market... Right now, we don't see a recession right now. That is not we're not in a recession right now. Uh, right now, we're in a transition where we, we will we are uh, going to go into a place of stable and steady growth. So, Vince, you have yeah. all the assurances in the world. OK, from the press yeah. secretary to Joe Biden, that we're not in a recession. That we don't see a recession, that we're not in a recession right now. We're in we're in a transitional period of stabilized growth. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. Says no economist ever. This is absurd. I don't know. This is Wonderland, man. And how how can people just lie and lie and get away with it? It's just Well then on the second note, this is Joe Biden's press secretary, so this is a member of the government. Yep. Military.com reports that the Department of Defense says that troops making less than $45,000 a year would get an inflation bonus. Under a inflation new bonus? An inflation bonus. Basically, it's called a raise to match inflation, but they're not calling it that. Do you know what that does? Nothing. What does it do? Inflation <laughs> goes up, you give people more money, now they can buy the same amount of shit for the same price, and nothing happens except it def- just fucks everybody else over. You, you want to hear a crazy conspiracy theorist theory? Yeah, I love them. Is it liberals? NPCs? NPC modern theory? day? No, no. Modern day liberals. Oh, okay. The far yeah. radicalized left. Yeah. One thing that they love doing is spending money into oblivion. Right. Okay. Yeah. When you print and spend a lot of money, that inflates. The price, right, of things. Which means that people have to make more money. No. Well, you're right. But here's the thing, is you have to have pay raises that are commensurate with the rise of inflation. So if inflation is rising 10% a year, people need to earn 10% more a year. No, no, no. Listen to me. People have to earn 10% more a year just to keep up with inflation. Does that make sense? To be able to buy the same amount of shit for the same price, yes. Okay. So if you want to keep up with inflation, if you want to be able to buy the same things at the same price, the rate of your pay increase has to be commensurate with the rate of inflation. Yes. Makes sense? Simple math. Sure. What is the one thing the Democrats have been pushing in their agenda since 2008? Uh, General... Income for everybody, or commie income? What do they call it? What? Not not ba- uh, not uh, basic minimum income. Oh, what? Minimum wage. Yeah, I mean they got everyone. They've to been 15. calling for the raise of minimum wage every year. People, people should be making more money. 
Bernie and Bernie Sanders, right? People yeah. need to be making they can't afford to live on fourteen dollars an hour. Right. It's because of inflation, you fucking commie. You know how to actually mitigate inflation? Hmm. Decrease wages. Make people buy less shit. Well, but what I'm trying to say is the Democrats knew once they came back in the power, they were going to spend the country into oblivion. And they didn't want their supporter base to notice. So what they do, just like what they're seeing, doing here with the military, is they give them little pay raises. The pay raise to the leftist support base is an increase in minimum wage. That's all it is. An increase in minimum wage is nothing more than a pay raise for their voters. It makes the voters feel, oh my God, I'm making an extra nickel an hour. Psychological. Yeah. Psychological warfare. I'm making an extra nickel an hour. I can now afford that one extra cheeseburger a year. Oh my <laughs> God. Fantastic. When now the cheeseburger costs three times more. And you're like, man, I can't afford food. I can't afford housing. I yeah. can't afford a car. I mean, look at the scam. I mean, Trump did this. Um, but uh, all the money they kept dishing out from the pandemic all those free handouts, mm-hmm. we have already spent that money back. Everybody who got those, you've already spent that money back in, because of inflation and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So it was a scam. Um, it's, it's they probably got scam, it back dude. multiple times over. Yeah. It's Holy all mackerel. one big scam, my friend. One they know exactly scam. what they're doing to the economy, but they're acting dumb and just doing it. Eventually... Like I said, eventually it's going to have to completely change over to something else or people are just going to have to stop buying stuff. We need to set up a parallel economy is what needs to happen. People need to realize that money is an intermediary of exchange. If I asked you to define money, how would you define money? A representation of value compared to goods. Value of what? Any good. What's a good? Anything. Anything or service. Product or service. What's a product or service? So this can... Want examples? Is money? No? Representation of the value of a good or service. It's an intermediary of value. Okay? What this means is everything in our universe derives through an expenditure of energy. Right? Most people get paid by the hour, right? Wrong. Yeah, I think so. Wrong. People don't get paid by the hour. (laughs) What? People don't get paid by the hour. How so? Okay. So someone's out there like, right now, I I have to work 40 hours a week, and I I get an hourly wage. Do you earn that same wage at home when you go home and are watching TV? No. Do you make that money while you're sleeping? No. So you don't make that much money per hour. You make that much money for the value that you bring during that time. Right? $5 an hour, you can flip burgers at McDonald's all day long. For five fifty, you whistle. They'll give you a little raise. Right? Flip burgers all day long. Right? Why isn't that paying $15 or $20 an hour? Well, it is now because of inflation. But why wasn't it back then? The reason being is because it doesn't take that much intelligence, that much skill, that much value derived from action to do that skill. Anybody can do it. A fucking monkey can do it. We got robots that can flip burgers. Okay? 
We don't need to pay somebody $30 an hour to flip burgers. But then a skilled trade like a lawyer, a doctor, right? These people go to school for a minimum eight years to become experts in their trade. Then they utilize that knowledge base in exchange for money. Money is that intermediary that holds the value, right? Their knowledge, education, experience that they utilize in a process of an action, okay? That exchange that happened to them working on a patient or them tending to a case is an exchange of energy. I'm taking my knowledge, my wisdom, and I'm performing action in a marketplace and I'm, I'm giving that to somebody, a product or a service or a help to somebody or whatever it might be. And the intermediary to hold that energy that was exchanged is money. And see, we have to look at money differently. We have to understand what money truly is. Money is not this thing that we must fret over day in and day out. Money is simply an intermediary of exchange. So therefore, why do we need dollar bills? Let's just start a parallel economy and utilize silver. Oh, I said, okay, that works. That makes me more wealthy. That makes me, yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> I think I have more silver than cash on hand right now. Right. <laughs> Ramp cattle, capital, uh, everything is broken. Crypto, stocks, be- bonds, housing, consumer confidence, inflation. The list of bad news seems never ending. Let's take a look at some of the best charts I came across of this week and provide a little bit more color. Fed up. Investors who've been around the block for a few times know the corporate earnings and macroeconomic data drive the medium and long-term trends of the stock market. Short-term trends tend to be driven more by combined psychological responses to these data points. And right now, the street is finding it difficult to get any more bearish. Look, extremely bearish. Bank of America, investment strategy. Um, yeah, this is... Once inflation goes above 5%, it's never come back down without the Fed funds rate exceeding the CPI. Wow, look at that. Simon Ree. You know what that means right there? No. Once inflation goes above 5%, it never comes back down without the Fed's fund rate exceeding CPI, Consumer Price Index. Remember what, I, remember what uh, Kirk Elliott says? Is that unless the interest rate matches inflation, oh, yeah. it's never going to curve it? That's exactly what mm-hmm. Simon Ree just said. But everything's broken in our economy. And so we see the Dow pumping up a little bit. It's a pump and dump scheme, guys. The Ponzi scheme has been had. They know it. And they're just hoping you put your money back in. They are. Look at the articles. Top five stocks to invest in today. Yep. So everything in the economic system is broken. We have a central banks, which are basically draconian commies, right? That are controlling every aspect of our life. They're, they're creating... A new Federal Reserve that is based on the blockchain, central bank digital currencies, which will be implemented in January of 2023, amidst a global economic collapse that occurs between November and January of this year. Right? So we have that one thing happening. And so one thing about the economic collapse that nobody sees or understands is this. Do you know what the, um, the repo markets are or overnight liquidity markets are? Uh, not, no, I'm not very familiar. It's 
not very complex, but it, it's not something that people understand very well. Basically, the, the, the Fed has different rates. One of the rates is called the interbanking rate. Okay? Now, the interbanking rate deals between the central bank and the main institutions and financial institutions in the world. Okay? And this is the rate that money is lent to these institutions at. Then you have the bank rate. Those financial institutions lend to the smaller banks, okay, at this rate. Then the banks loan to businesses that need capital, liquidation capital, okay? What does that mean? If I'm a importer of goods and services here in the United States of America, that means that I have to go out to a foreign country, and in their foreign dollars, I have to make a large multi-million, multi-billion dollar purchase, right? Yeah. What's up, Kevin? Multi-billion dollar purchase. And I have Mm -hmm. to buy the goods and services, get them shipped to the United States. I have to do all the customs, right, to get them into the United States. I have to get all the distribution to take them to all the places they need to get. And I have to plan and organize that. And I have to put a team on top of that to do that, right? That takes a lot of capital, overhead capital to do before the profits come from the selling of those products and services. Does that make sense? It's like I buy it first and then I sell it. So you need capital, upfront capital, in order to do that. The capital markets are dry. There is no money to loan. Yeah. And so the Fed, for about 110 straight weeks, has been printing, on average, a trillion dollars a week for the overnight capitalized markets. Just That's to insane. keep the world's economy going. Okay? Now, yeah. when the global economy collapses... Mm-hmm. What happens to the overnight liquidity markets? I assume they go bye-bye. They go bye-bye. Which means that the shipping of goods and services, the production of goods and services, the production mm-hmm. of raw materials being going here and there goes bye-bye. It's already happening. Yeah, so I mean that could probably be demonstrated like by trying to go get a loan, right? Sorry, seats taken. <laughs> seats taken. What is that from? That's from Ferris uh, Bueller. Okay. <laughs> or was it Forrest Gump? Seats taken. Forrest Gump. Okay. Oil turbulence could last five years, says the Exxon Mobil boss. Consumers must be prepared to endure up the five years of turbulent oil markets. The head of Exxon Mobil said Tuesday, citing underinvestment and the coronavirus pandemic. What happens yeah. when oil can't get from there to here? No oil. Uh, it could be more than five years, too, I think. <laughs> but that's what I want people to understand. What uh, happens when the capitalized markets go kerplunk and that you cannot ship? Okay. If you can't yeah. pay the company for the oil, if you can't pay the merchant to ship the oil, if you can't pay oh. the the uh, the 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 not the border patrol, but the the coastal provinces to take in the oil, if you can't pay the truckers to ship the oil, if there's no diesel gas to go into the trucks to ship the oil or run the ships, what yep. happens? 
Everything stops. Everything stops. Ten days of darkness. It might be longer. If that stopped, dude, starting that back up is going to be crazy. Yep. They probably keep it good. Keep it going to some extent. Yeah, this one's out a little out. It was supposed to be over there, but Elon Musk says uh, Tesla will slash salaried workforce by ten percent over the next three months as the company navigates the global macroeconomic conditions. He clarifies uh, Tesla will lay off three point five percent of the total workforce. So. 3.5% of the total workforce. Uh, the Twitter board has unanimously endorsed Elon Musk's $44 billion offer to purchase the company. Notice that it's not $54 billion, it's $64 billion. Wasn't it $54 billion? Uh, I don't remember the original cost. I thought it was $54. I thought it was $54 billion. Looks like he got a $10 billion discount. Yeah, he was definitely showing that he didn't want to pay the full price. Um, yeah. I'd have to go back and look at the history as you can tell by my shirt salty i'm a u.s navy Mm -hmm. veteran and when i served in the united states navy it was that transition um of old school salty navy where when you did um your your shellback ceremonies and people don't know what a shellback ceremony is when a ship crosses the equator for the first time or the first time with a new crew on a deployment um they do a ceremony it's a very ritualistic ceremony that happens on board maritime ships. doesn't matter okay. what type of ship you are on. If you have someone new and you are going across the equator or the international date line or the equator and the international date line at the same time, known as the Golden Dragon. I got my Golden Dragon. I got my shell back. Um, then you do these ceremonies. And the first time that you partake in the ceremony, um, it's not fun. The second time you partake in the ceremony, you're the one doing it to the people. It's pretty fun. Um, but you get the shit kicked out of you. I mean, you, they really, like, they make you eat. They, they just make slop. Nasty, salty, like, like grits. and Like, not even grits, but just. I, they just mix a whole bunch of food up and they paint it green and make you eat it. Um, they, they humiliate you. They uh, will push you around. They'll beat your ass a little bit. Um, they'll, they'll fuck you up. If they, especially if they don't like you. Yeah, it's hazy. But I, I was like, you know, that transitional period between those. I still had my, uh, uh, I had my chevrons uh, when I got them, when I got frocked with my chevrons. I had them pinned on mm-hmm. when I got my yeah. eSwas. Oh, yeah. They'd come up. To oh, me. yeah, so yeah. You, uh, you have my enlisted surface warfare pin that would sit right here is you have these like little pin clips that go on the back of them. And for the first day that you get it, all your senior leadership would be like, don't wear your, uh, don't wear your pin clips. Why? Right. Trust me. It'll hurt a lot more if you do. And you'll just be walking. All of a sudden, someone will just come up and go, whack, and just punch you in the chest. And so that means that the pins, the needles, would actually go into your chest. Yeah. You'd be bruised for a few <laughs> days. But it was well worth it because oh you know what? It just... It's that that initiation into uh, like a brotherhood. Mm-hmm. But now the United States Navy, uh, United States Navy releases bizarre training video urging recruits to create pronoun safe space. Yeah, dude. In the Navy, <laughs> in the Navy, in the Navy. The video is absolutely hilarious. Is he, him pronouns. Hi, and I'm Kanchi, and I use she, her pronouns. And we're here I couldn't even watch this whole pronouns. thing. What Sorry. is a pronoun? A pronoun is how we identify ourselves. 
apart from our name, and it's also how people refer to us in conversations. Using the right pronouns is a really simple way to affirm someone's identity. It is a signal of acceptance and respect. If it's a signal of acceptance and respect, how do we go about creating a safe space for everybody? That's a good question. A really good way to do that is to use inclusive language. Instead of saying something like, hey guys, you can say, hey everyone, or hey team. Yeah, and now that you say that, another way that we could show that we're allies and that we accept everybody is to maybe include our pronouns in our emails or like we just did, introduce ourselves using our pronouns. But what would I do if I uh, misgender someone? I think the first thing to recognize is that it's not the end of the world. You Okay. Firstly, these people obviously never served in the fucking military. <laughs> or so, in the acting community. <laughs> um, hey, everybody. Hey, team. Hey, guys. Was said by nobody ever in any no. military unit or group. Hey, no. fuckhead. Hey, fuck dipshit. Face. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you dumb fuck. Okay, I was dumb fuck. Hey, you dumb mother, fuck. Okay, that's what's said. Dumb fuck is gender neutral. Okay, it works for everybody. Right. <laughs> These people, uh, you know, what the? F if anybody, any senior leadership in the Navy is listening right now, what the f is wrong with you? You you are destroying our military, our heritage, and our culture. How dare you? Yeah, dude. I bet dude, other countries see this stuff. <laughs> Put it on the internet. You imagine the Marine Corps? <laughs> you imagine a Marine recruit being there in boot camp and sitting there going, it's not recruit, it's they, they, them. Yeah. Whack. <laughs> Say it again. They, them. Whack. Say it again. Recruit. Exactly. Dude, there's going to be some problems. There's going to be some problems it's just one percent though yeah but i think it's exacerbated beyond that when they all get together and people get tricked yep yeah so we talked last week i think it was june 10th about the fire um in the uh, natural gas terminal in texas you remember this one the one that exploded mm -hmm. yep um and what did i say is happening here? remember remember here we go again Remember okay. months ago when we <laughs> first realized something was going on with all these fires around the world and we started pointing it out saying, hey, there's something going on with all these fires. Mm, this is yeah. There's There was a lot of weird events, including fires. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and remember we started pointing them out and I said, mm -hmm. wow, huh, food manufacturing, production mm -hmm. and distribution and then oil refineries. And I, I said, just... you notice that the facilities are all older. Okay, the facilities yeah. were all older, and the fires, even though they weren't major, would cause massive overhaul and renovation. And a lot of these were mom and pop shops, which would force them to shut down because no insurance estimator is going to go in there and pay them out on that because the place is old, decrepit, and no bank is going to give them a loan. And I said, a lot of these places are just going to start shutting down. Last week, we saw the largest U.S. pork producer in the world in california shut yeah. down not resuming yeah. not resuming anywhere we had um one of the major energy suppliers in california shut down is shutting down in june june uh the end of june 
Yeah. Wanna do you remember one one of the biggest ones in 2020? I just remembered this. Mm-hmm. Beirut. Remember the Beirut? Yep. The, and you know what that was? A bomb. Ammonium nitrate. They said yeah. fertilizer. Ammonium nitrate. Fertilizer. That was two years ago. Fertilizer. What's the fertilizer used for? Farming. They started a while ago. They started a while ago. So now, this major natural gas terminal in Texas is going offline because of the explosion, and the rumor is it's not coming back online. Freeport LNG, we talked about it the other day. And the rumor is is they're not going to be coming back online. And so we see this all over the place. How about this? What's next? Water wars. Colorado River water levels too low. Major water cutbacks are imminent. And my water, my tap water, comes from the Colorado River. From a pipeline all the way from Grand Junction over here. And so Colorado River reservoirs are now at a very low levels to the point that major water cutbacks are necessary to reduce risk of supplies reaching perilously low levels. During a Senate hearing in Washington, Bureau of Reclamation Commissioner Camille Kamalinlin Towton said federal officials believe that protecting critical levels at Lake Mead and Lake Powell, the country's two largest reservoirs, will require larger reductions in water deliveries. Uh, you know, this is interesting. We have Iraq, Right. The other day, we talked about this new city that was just found because of a drought. Kansas, yesterday we talked about. All the wheat crops in, or no, we're going to talk about that here in a minute. All the wheat crops in Kansas are dying because of a drought. We have the Colorado River receding. What the hell is going on here? Um, I think, well, what I heard, one of the things I heard about why all of these lakes are getting so low and rivers and whatnot is because upstream you have these dams right usually for a lot of lakes hydroelectric dams that rely on water flowing through to create energy while what they've been doing is letting extra water through to create more energy to sustain the electric grid draining the lakes draining the reservoirs yeah yeah you can only do that so long yep and that's happening in washington state and because of california's energy utilization which California is sitting right there next to the ocean. Um, desalinization of water as well as uh, uh, hydrothermic wa- um, power. I mean, come they, on. They had, a, they had a plan. They actually just canceled one of their desalinization plants. Uh, My buddy operation. actually is, uh, I was a team member with him a while back, but he, we filed for an NOAA grant to produce a solar desalinization unit. And uh-huh. uh, we actually had a really great idea. I helped him on the development of it. But he got the grant, too, which is cool. Really? Soon they will invade your country to steal your water. Dams tap running dry in northern Mexico amid historic water shortages. What else we got here? Sri Lanka is collapsing. People are starving. No gas, no electricity. And now the army is shooting at them. Yeah. The people are pissed, and they started throwing <coughs> rocks at the military, a few of the soldiers were pelted with stones, so they shot back bullets. Remember the same thing happened in Colombia? Yeah. People were protesting because of famine, no money, no gas a few months ago, and they started throwing rocks at the soldiers, and the soldiers shot them. 
Buy your flour now while you still can. Western Kansas wheat crops are failing just when the world needs them the most. There is nothing out there. It's dead, said farmer Vance Emke, surveying a wheat field near his land in Lane County. It's just ankle-high straw. Of all the years the drought has hit Western Kansas wheat farmers, it couldn't have come at a worse time. Even with wet wheat selling for near record high prices as the war in Ukraine disrupts the world food supply, a lot of farmers in Western Kansas won't have any to sell. And those who made it through the drought with enough crop to harvest will likely end up with far fewer bushels than they had last year, a downturn that limits the state's ability to help ease the global food crisis. Projection estimates that more than one out of every 10 wheat fields in Kansas will be abandoned this season due to drought. Yikes, dude. Yeah, this is going to get ugly. Now, Sri Lanka, guess who they're talking to? Oh, China. China. Sri Lanka plans to talk to China to restructure its debts. Not the IMF, not the World Bank. You know, this is a good point that I made before, and I'm going to say it again. You have third world countries failing. Okay? They, they, They have no supplies. They have no food. Their people are starving. People are dying. The people are in uproar, protesting every day. Because their government was corrupt and failed to make a debt payment. Yeah. Who do they owe the money to? Um, banks? The same people, the same organizations that are meeting secretly, Bilderberg World Economic Forum, that are meeting secretly saying, we need to save this world. It's just full of total chaos. Okay. If the world's full of total chaos, you got countries like Sri Lanka, then why don't you just say, hey, since the debt was not real money anyway, we'll just forget about these debt payments. We're going to help you restructure and recreate. Yeah. But they don't. They let the people suffer. They let the people die. The World Bank and the IMF. That's the evil of these fucking organizations. Over fake currency. Over a fiat fiat currency. NATO is pushing Russia into nuclear war. Yeah, this is a wild. This is big. This was a big one. Well, it is. If it is what I think it is. The railway blockade of Kaliningrad is obviously a setup to try to provoke Russia into attacking a NATO member, Lithuania, so that NATO and the U.S. can justify a full-scale military assault on Russia. Once again, the neocons are scheming to plunge the world into global thermonuclear war in order to destroy the United States of America while attempting to maintain dictatorial control over the world's natural resources and monetary systems. To understand the full dynamic of what's happening, you need to first learn about the geography of Kaliningrad. The Russian territory sits on the Baltic Sea, providing Russia its only year-round ocean access that isn't frozen over part of the year. Kaliningrad is landlocked, however, and not physically connected to the Russian mainland. A railway runs through Lithuania, connecting Kaliningrad to Russia proper. 
This railway passage has been in place for decades and always been respected by Lithuania as Russia's right away to supply Kaliningrad. Um, and so now Lithuania is blocking that railway. Uh-oh. And this is cutting off something like 30% of Russia's supplies. And Russia looks at this as an act of war. Oh, yeah. And so uh, from crawling, uh, so Vladimir Putin has put his nuclear forces on alert, a shock of many, but even more so for those across the Polish border from Kaliningrad, where Russian nuclear missiles are stationed um, and aimed at European capitals from Warsaw to Berlin. The region, which is geographically separated from Russia and located by the Baltic Sea, is of vital importance to Moscow when it comes to threatening Europe with nuclear weapons in particular. From Kaliningrad, the Iskander can hit targets in Poland, parts of eastern Germany, southern Sweden, Latvia, Latvia, sorry, Latvia, Lithuania, Estonia, Belarus, and a great part of the Baltic Sea. From the exclave, Russia can hit targets in the most of the Baltic Sea, threatening an important shipping route and hit NATO targets. Short-range nuclear missiles have been spotted in Kaliningrad going all the way back to 2011. Ten, day, ten years ago, almost to the day, the Washington Times reported that Russia had possibly moved warheads for short-range Tosca USS-23 short-range ground missiles to Kaliningrad. Uh, tw- uh, SS-23s in Kaliningrad were the concern in 2001, and they still are today. The bottom line, anyone messing with Kaliningrad is risking retaliation via Russia's highly capable missile systems. And now we also have the supply chain, which is dependent upon this. This is a move by NATO to promote and promulgate war. Big time. They're asking for it. This yep. is war. Here we go. Data from a new study. Uh, and so, yeah, guys, we're heading to World War Three. I would say November, the January of this year. It's coming. Data from a new study shows falling sperm count post-COVID injection is devastating. We talked about this a little bit as well. If you remember, we talked about the Pfizer documents that were released on June 10th of this year, where 86 to 93% of all pregnant females in the test trials lost their babies. Now they're giving these shots to six-month-year-olds. Now we're seeing massive neurological disorders. We're seeing impaired uh, motor functions. We're Mm -hmm. seeing long-term effects and now failing sperm counts. This isn't depopulation. This is genocide of the human species. Extinction. And then also, yep, and then this. Um, Leaked communications between Pfizer and European Medicines Agency revealed that 50% of the contents of the pharmaceutical giant's Wuhan coronavirus vaccine were left undeclared before the fast-track approval went to the rollout. Canadian physician and microbiologist uh, Dr. Daniel Nagase said during a recent appearance on the Dr. Jane Ruby show that Pfizer admitted to declaring that only half the mRNA injections are actually spike proteins. The protein will throw a very indirect means to develop antibodies in human bodies. They also went on to say that every researcher, geneticist, and molecular biologist that has worked on this project would have known that the mRNAs that are injected have reverse transcriptase, which has the potential to turn into dioxyribonucleic acid. Then it will change the genes of whoever took the injection, which means that you pass it on to your children. Oh, yeah. mRNA. Yep. Death claims up $6 billion. Fifth largest life insurance company paid out for 163% more working average uh, age deaths in 2021 after the COVID vaccines than any other time in history. 
Genocide. Yep. Yeah, extermination. Uh, we can skip that one. We're running a little low on time. Yeah, that's why people are calling sperm white gold. Yep. I got some white gold. All right. I think that's good. Let me go in here real quick. And then RPG 3573 donated three lemons. Oily Man 94 gifted a cookie. Thank you so much, RPG and Oil Man. Um, another cookie from, oh, seven cookies from Oil Man. Thank you so much, Oil Man. Pa- Ponlo Picasso gifted a can. Ponlo, thank you so much for that call out to Q Alerts on uh, True Social. Q Alerts did follow me back. I hope he's watching or hope they are watching. Q Alerts, let me know if you guys want to talk. We can communicate and I can hook you up with some information that you probably don't have. Uh, but, uh, guys, listen. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. It looks like I th- I'm going to guess pill. No, no. Rumble. Rumble won tonight. Rumble gave me the 5-5 five, five, the $35 oh, yeah. there. So thank you so much, Rumble. Rumble is the winner of the uh, the Battle of the Streams. Don't forget, in one hour's time, we have the live Q&A on the socialredpill.com. You can also find that at redpillpatrons.com or redpills.tv slash social. All of those work. Don't forget our show sponsor, getgoldtoday.com. Dr. Kirk Elliott, he should be with us tomorrow, at least on uh, after uh, on Dark Delight. Uh, Dr. Kirk Elliott, economist, double dual PhD, God-fearing man. Please give him a call today, 401Ks, IRAs, or just trying to buy gold and silver bullion, getgoldtoday.com. Much love, respect, God bless you guys. We'll see some of you guys here in a little bit. Everybody else, you have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Good night.